but it's up middle of fucking nowhere, Michigan. Hell yeah. This is, uh, this is Porch Tour Glory right here. And I know that literally no one lives in this area and you all traveled. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, all right, so let's get right into the news uh, because... We are taking dementia to new levels. Uh, what happened this week with Biden, I don't know if you guys caught the footage. I will, oh, I won't be playing the videos in a minute, so I'll have to describe them for you. Or we can pretend like you guys watch them and then I'll insert them in post and you guys can just laugh. Like we could really just turn this into television. <laughs> Except that means that I have to do a lot of editing, which isn't fun. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw some of the things that happened this week. I might as well describe it because I will put in the videos later. The first was there was a video of Biden. He's not even giving a speech. They got him in the background. They got Chuck Schumer up there. And there's four people standing up on stage. Chuck Schumer. Firstly, I don't know why everyone's got to shake hands all that much. Just go up and give your fucking speech. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, just get up there and speak. But they go up there and, you know, they, they try and, like, basketball game it. It's not quite that introduction, but, like, running down the line. So Chuck Schumer, he gives his two handshakes. Then he turns the other way, gives his two handshakes. In the five seconds that it took him to go this way, Biden's like a fucking goldfish, and he's standing there like, where's my handshake? And, and Biden's got this look on his face like the handshake is like an ice cream sundae. Like, he's never been more excited in his entire life for a handshake. And then he makes the like, he makes his face like... Like, he, he can't believe what happened, that he was just snubbed on his handshake. And then, like we all do, like, he just kind of, like, greases his hair and, like, then just stares with the fucking dumbest smile you've ever seen on his face. That was the first one. The second one was he tried putting on a suit jacket. He got off a helicopter. You guys see this one? He was putting on a suit jacket, and if you didn't see it, it looked like if you ever saw, like, two kids at camp that didn't know how to, like, hoist a flag. <laughs> you ever see that? Where, like, they're unfolding it. They're trying to, like, get the things on. So... He can't, he can't get his jacket on. It gets so bad that even his wife, uh, the doctor, is laughing at him. Like, the doctor is literally laughing at him like, oh, my God, are we at this level? You cannot watch these two incidents and think that this guy is anything less than just full-fledged dementia. Like, he can't. And I'm like, what is it going to take for them to, to be like, all right, we're taking the keys? You know what I mean? Like, usually you take the keys before the person gets so much dementia they don't even know what a car is. You know what I mean? It's like... That's usually what they do. Like, here's, like, what would it take? I'm like, it seems to me like it's going to be at the point where essentially he's caught on camera holding the nuclear football going, how do I eat up this burrito, man? And the microwave isn't working. And if you guys want to know how long it took me to figure out that Photoshop, the answer is an entire airplane ride. So I don't know what the other, uh, the other passengers were, uh, were thinking. <laughs> And then I love, like, we're, we're, we're upset that Trump might have nuclear passcodes. Like, this guy, you know what I mean? Like, this guy could trip and fall and start a nuclear war. Like, really, I think we're worried about the wrong things. Oh, I, I wrote a fake warning, but we're not going to actually play the videos. Um, it might be a quick run your mouth. <laughs> All right, so, oh, shit, motherfucker. All right, let's get into Mar-a-Largo, a.k.a. the deep state gone fucked up. Uh, to me... The biggest problem with what happened is that you turn it into like a fucking communist China regime when 
you just take random laws off the book and decide to enforce them when it's somebody that you don't like, right? If there's always a ton of laws on the book, and then you mostly don't enforce it, and then every once in a while you go, well, technically this law isn't here, and then one, like, you can just live in an environment where everybody's breaking the law all the time, and it's just a function of whether or not the machine wants to turn on you, and then you can't, th that's not freedom. That's not the way freedom operates. Essentially, we're all criminals all the time, and if the machine turns on you, right, then all of a sudden you're a criminal. That's, then, like, that's not a fair system. That's not a good system for anybody. It, it would appear to me like that's essentially the structure of what's going on in Mar-a-Lago. So Donald Trump, he's down there. They're, they're, we're we're going to go through what some of the claims were. So let's start with the first claim. Um, oh, no, no, this was uh, an important, another point that I wanted to make. So everyone got upset with uh, Donald Trump over the January 6th stuff. We all remember this. They, they've been going nuts forever, right? Now, what was interesting to the Donald, uh, the, the January 6th thing was I was like, we kind of know Donald Trump. He's the guy who will pull dirty tricks. That's what he does. You know what I mean? And so with the January 6th thing, I always wondered, was what he was trying batshit crazy but technically legal? You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, like, we can all understand that sometimes maybe there's a law in the books that makes no fucking sense. They fucked up. And then everyone goes, all right, fine. You got us. But clearly you can't just declare yourself the winner, right? You can't just declare that you won, have it go back to the states, and then pick new people that are then going to pick, like, the delegates. Like, that can't be a working system because then we don't have a democracy. Now, what's strange to me about what happened with all the January 6th shenanigans, so for one, I don't know if the election was stolen. Donald Trump didn't prove it. It seemed to me like they were bringing these fake lawsuits. I don't know. I can't weigh in, on, weigh in on that. I do think it's suspicious that Biden won and that more people, the amount of people that voted, voted, and the reliance on the mail-in voting. It seems shady, but there's no evidence there. It's weird to me, though, that for all the talk about Donald Trump and his evilness and his batshit craziness, they did then go back and change the law to clarify it. Which makes me think, hey, maybe what Donald Trump was trying to do was legal, just batshit crazy. You guys all with me so far? Yeah. A little bit? I like this one guy's honest. He's like, nope, I don't know. <laughs> um, and, all right. So to me, it seems like what the Biden administration and Merrick Garland are doing to Trump is almost like what he was trying to do with January 6th, which is, yes, maybe it's legal, but it's kind of not fair. All right, so now here's what the media is going. Hey, Trump's Mar-a-Lago is a security nightmare that has classified documents. So he's got classified documents, and he's not storing them correctly. Now, here was a quote from, I forget where it's from, but I'll read it. If that's true, it suggests the material residing unlawfully at Mar-a-Lago may have been classified at the highest classification level. Like, they, they're really trying to sell this one. Like, it wasn't just high, cla highly classified. It was super highly classified. Like, okay, fine. They, I get it. He had classified information there. Then, uh, what was the classified information that he had? So the first news story that I saw was one person saying that he had a folder of material about the president of France, and I guarantee you if we open it up, it just had this. That's it. This is Trump guy, he's so gay, okay? I can't believe I had to work with this guy. <laughs> All right, so that's their grand claim, is that the guy has classified material. But here's the problem. If you're the president, you get to declassify anything. Right? You can basically just write a letter, and the letter can say, whatever I take, it's no longer classified. These are Hillary's emails, okay? I officially declare beepsies on anything I take, it's mine. Okay, pardon myself for anything I did. The guy can declassify anything, right? So their first claim is, oh my God, he's got all these classified materials. 
except he can declassify anything. And he's even claiming, by the way, I don't have that slide here, but he's claiming that his lawyer made like a permanent thing that anything he took was considered un was considered declassified, which I guess is smart. If you know that you can get in trouble for having classified materials, you would just go, hey, whatever's in my house is not classified. Okay, next claim that they were trying to make is that he took nuclear passcodes or other information. Um, so I want to read this piece from the Washington Post. Classified documents relating to nuclear weapons were among the items FBI agents sought in a search. Sought in a search. Does that mean the government knows that we're missing nuclear information? <laughs> like, are you not sure about some nuclear information? And by the way, if he's had nuclear documents that are of critical security, right, and you're saying that they're insecure in Mar-a-Lago, why are you waiting till now to go retrieve it, right? There's some epic level of stupidity here where if you're saying the FBI agents sought in a search of former President Donald Trump's Florida residence, so are there missing documents that were unclear of? I'll read one more. Experts in classified information said the unusual search underscores deep concern among government officials about the types of information they thought could be located at Trump's Mar-a-Lago club and potentially in danger of falling into the wrong hands. So just three-part question. One, all right. Government spends way too much fucking money. If you got a president that leaves and he wants to hold on to some files and you think that the area is not secure, I would think we have enough money to then just go secure it. Like if we're that fucking concerned about the security and we're looking at our options here, and one is turning the last guy into a presidential prisoner, and I mean like into a political prisoner in the optics of going to invade the last guy's home, you might just improve the security. Makes sense to me. Or if you don't know where nuclear documents are, maybe that would be a conversation to start with. Hey, we're missing some nuclear information. And then if you thought that it's actually a risk, why are you waiting now, particularly when Trump had said that he would have handed it over? Okay, so then they claimed it's nuclear. I don't think it's gonna turn out to be nuclear information. Now, we've got a new claim. Because once everyone found out, oh, we can just unclassify materials, they then discovered, well, it's not about classified materials. So this is comes from Zero Hedge. Um, and this was reported on uh, from multiple outlets, so I'm just going to read this. The search warrant for Trump's residence cited three criminal laws, all from Title 18 of the United States Code, Section 793, better known as the Espionage Act, which covers unlawful retention of defense-related information that could harm the United States or aid a foreign adversary. Section 1519, which covers destroying or concealing documents to obstruct government investigations or administrative proceedings in Section 2071, I will compete with Ben Shapiro for who can talk faster any day. <laughs> which covers the unlawful removal of government records. Notably, none of those laws turn out whether the information was deemed to be unclassified. Here's a longer write-up, which I'm not gonna read. Uh, that, I believe this was from um, maybe the New York Times, and then I wanna read this from Yahoo, and then I'll, I'll tell you guys why this is important. Does it matter that former President Trump states that he declassified the materials find it found at Mar-a-Lago? No. Section 793 is not restricted to classified materials. Rather, it conveys any document relating to the national defense that contains information that possesses, that possessors has reason to believe um, would be detrimental to the United States if made public. So that sounds to me like you can, the president has the power to unclassify information, but then some other body at any given juncture in time can deem that he's not allowed to own these materials, even if it's not, so then it's like, what's the point of a classified rating? And what's the, what's the point of the president's ability to declassify information? You're essentially telling me that there's some new standard that some other person in government at any juncture in time can label that what somebody took as being harmful, and they can fucking decide that the recipe you took for making banana bread is harmful. 
You understand? They can literally declare anything as being harmful, and now that it's harmful, you're not allowed to be in possession of it, and so FBI agents can come into your fucking house. And like, in other words, this is what I'm talking about with the Banana Republic, chi Communist China machine turning on you. There is no objective law. There is no, oh, it was classified, not classified, dangerous, not dangerous. It's some objective standard that no one needs to prove, right? This is like a warrant. With a, it's like getting a warrant without bringing any proof to a judge. So you just get, so somebody in some government office just gets to determine that what you're in possession of is harmful. They don't have to explain why it's harmful. And then all of a sudden they can come into your house and seize it. Make any sense to any of you? Yeah. No. Makes no fucking sense, all right? Which brings me to my next point. Merrick Garland is fishing. That's what's going on. <laughs> Guy tried to get in there. I don't know what they're looking for. I'm assuming it's related to January 6th. I think it might even, if you're being wildly speculative, have something to do with the fact that they got Alex Jones's phone or they were told about something else that was there. They busted in the door, they're kicking around, and they're hoping that they turn up something else. I honestly believe that if they just went in there with this fucking lunatic document claim, and it's not even a function of classified materials, and it's not even a function of nuclear passcodes, uh, they're gonna walk back on this quicker than, you know, the CDC with this fucking COVID shit. Like, it's just gonna, they're just gonna go, okay, we checked, we got the documents that we needed. Uh, it's potentially bars him from running in the next election, that I guess if he can actually be prosecuted under this harmful espionage bullshit bullshit, I just don't think that they're actually gonna be able to, uh, um, to pull it off. Um, all right, now, this was Merrick Garland. Any of you guys watch when he gave his speech? I know, you're looking at a blank screen. You're all staring at it like, like something magical is going to happen there. That's the power of television. I'm like that every time I'm at a sports bar. I'm like, I, I can be like on a date with the hottest chick in the world, and she could be telling me like, you know, what the magical words I need to tell her to be inside of her vagina. And if there's sports on behind her, I'm just like, oh, it's a clip from... 2003 Olympics. <laughs> and you guys are making the same dumb eyes at me right now, where you're just like, ooh, screen there. <laughs> um, so Merrick Garland, everyone gets upset with him. And did you guys watch? It was a very short press conference, and it was hilarious, because he goes, you know, everyone's upset, and they go, this makes no sense. The FBI is clearly corrupt. How are they just going into this guy's office? They must have a good reason for it. And if they do have a good reason for it, they better come out and tell us. And then Merrick Garland goes, all right, we're going to do a press conference, and I'll tell you why I was there. And you know what he says? He goes, well, you just have to trust us. And we're like, well, that's the point. We don't fucking trust you. This seems, this seems ridiculous. You just kicked in a guy's door for what seems like no reason. And he's like, but you, you got to trust. like, no, the point is we don't trust you. So that's kind of where we're at with this. I've got the bombshell. You guys came out for the live run your mouth. I'm going to tell you guys my theory for what was actually in that safe, or at least what Donald Trump should claim. Is, is none of this shit here? Uh, all right, we'll get to, oh, okay. So the person that issued the search warrant, you guys know who it was? This is a fascinating story. That was Epstein's lawyer. Tell me you've never seen a bigger looking pedophile in your entire fucking life. The guy, by the way, straight up he looks like the Philly fanatic. Then <laughs> also he's there, I've never seen that whiskey in my whole life and I've drinking every shitty whiskey and I can tell you, a guy who's just slamming straight whiskey and drinking golden Oreos, he's living with shame. And I know that 
because that was my diet through all of Corona. It was bad. But at least I had the dignity. I would just get the six packs. You can't be eating a whole fucking sleeve. You know what I mean? This guy's got the shame of a person who helped out pedophiles and now has to cover his fucking trails. That's the that is the only reason to. And by the way, he's even proud of the fucking Oreos. Look at him. He, he's holding that bottle of whiskey like he caught it off on a boating adventure. You know what I mean? That's like a prize fish that he caught. Because he knows the kids that he's going after next. <laughs> um, it, all right, so we've got Judge Pedophile who worked with, uh, oh, by the way, you know, with everything that's been said, jokes that I play character on the show. All right, then in one of these uh, things it said he had a binder of photos. I'd like to remind everybody that in the, uh, to the best of my knowledge, I've tried to look into this more than once, and it's the craziest thing that's ever happened, I think, in the history of our government. Jeffrey Epstein had a safe inside of his apartment. And it was thought that the inside of that safe was probably all the blackmail material that he's accumulated over the years. You want to know, in my opinion, Jeffrey Epstein working with Wexner, probably Mossad, CIA, he's the blackmail guy. That's probably what he was doing, right? And he's got a safe inside of his apartment. The FBI has a warrant. They go in there and they take the safe. What do you think happened to everything that was inside of the safe? They lost it. All right? They lost it. You know how they lost it? Well, apparently when they had a warrant, they only had a warrant to take the physical safe, not the contents. And so they left the contents at the mansion, and now it's missing, and no one knows where it is. Does anyone believe that for a fucking second? Is there anyone in the right mind? And that brings me to my biggest conspiracy theory, Donald Trump. He's got the safe. That's what's going on. He went down to Mar-a-Lago, and if he doesn't, he should claim that he did, because that would be the greatest thing ever. If he goes, listen, I had pictures of Merrick Garland blowing kids. That's what was in the safe. They took it from Jeffrey Epstein. Mansion. He was he was double teaming people with Biden. I had the pictures. I stole the safe, and then they took it from me. That was all the evidence. Okay, they're gonna tell you that it was nuclear passcodes. It wasn't. It was Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi eating kids. That's what it was. And I had the pictures. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna lie about having an election, you know what I mean? Just fucking. This would be a way funner lie. Just uh, straight up. I had the Epstein safe. I took it, and the FBI decided to leave it there, which makes no fucking sense. Uh, they're ramping up on Trump, though, um, where they finally just uh, were able to get his tax returns. Oh, and just speaking to taking people down for, like, complete and total, total like, bullshit was, um, like, the, the suit that they were trying to bring against him in New York, which was for, like, mortgage fraud. Well, no, it wasn't mortgage fraud. It was tax fraud that when he was trying to get loans, he was stating the maximum value of his property. And then... When he was going to pay his taxes, he was saying that they were worth the least amount of money. Everyone in the fucking world would do that. Like, that's just, I, I don't, like, I don't even, that's not even immoral. It's like, if I'm looking to get money from someone, I'm going to state the maximum value of this asset. Because if I can get away with it, they can do their due diligence and say it's not worth that. And if I'm looking to pay taxes on the thing, I'm going to quote it for let. Like, there's probably no one, like, when you're trying, when you're trying to go after a guy for shit this technical, I'm like, is he that good of a guy you can't get him on anything legitimate? You know what I mean? Doesn't he almost start looking good where you're like, really? This is the only shit you can bust him on was lying on fucking more and not lying to the government to lessen his tax bill? All right, so then increase his tax bill. Like, that, that should be the worst of that. You know what I mean? That shouldn't be some fucking fraud case. Or on this one. All right, you're telling me that he declassified documents that you're now later labeling were not safe? Then retrieve the documents. That's not something that he should go to jail for or be barred for running for president. Like, that is... 
That is nonsense if that's where they're going. They're clearly ramping up. All right, end of this topic. Next, we're gonna cover a couple of Corona stuff and then I'm gonna bring the guys up here for our practice round before we go to Denver for uh, smoke out, bug out glory. Um, so Johnson Johnson has ended the sales of baby powder with talc globally next year. The latest move comes after J&J discontinued the use of talc in his baby powder in the U.S. and Canada after years of legal batters over allegations that the product may have caused cancer. But they're still going to give people some pussy cancer. You know what I mean? It's like, we're, we'll get it off the shelves, but not... And then, and of course, this was the brand that they told us was safe and effective when they were putting out vaccines. Uh, it is unbelievable how quickly they're trying to unwind everything that happened uh, during COVID. This is an interesting story because it would seem obvious to me that government works in conjunction with the social media companies and is a part of the censorship. I don't think for one second that social media exists separately than government uh, in regards to censoring us. There's some important implications for that. Firstly, when all your fucking liberal autist people go, oh, they're a free company, you know, like, no, you're fucking retarded. But also, I, I've already used that word too many times, so you guys have been laughing at it again. But, but impressed too many times. <laughs> um, but, we might actually have some proof of it. So Alex, Alex Berenson, you guys ever read his blog? No. Yeah, if you're not familiar, he did the best COVID coverage. Uh, he also pulled a Jew weasel move where he was um, suing Twitter for having been thrown off Twitter. He publicly funded saying he wasn't gonna settle. He then ended up taking a settlement, right? And now the reason why it would have been interesting if he didn't settle was because the judge ruled that Twitter was gonna to have to give over some information. We might have actually exposed the way that Twitter was censoring things and if they were working in conjunction with government. Even though he managed to settle, he has brought forward information that within a Slack channel, someone at Twitter made mention of the fact that the Biden administration basically said, why hasn't this person been removed yet? Which would suggest that the Biden administration was giving instructions over to Twitter uh, about censoring individuals. Uh, that could be a massive win for freedom if we end up fully discovering or getting more information about Biden specifically working in conjunction with social media companies to censor information, especially information that we're now finding is all true. Uh, in regards to information becoming true, and on this one, I do my homework on a lot of things. This one I came across, I think, from censor.tv. So this might not be the most accurate thing, but apparently the CDC has removed its claims from its website um, about that the mRNA does not stay in the body. So that was something that people were claiming for a little while, that you know the mRNA does not just stay in your arm, it actually travels, that it's uh, ending up in people's livers, it might even stick around and do damage. That's a might, that's not it does. That was claims early on, that hey, this thing that you're saying comes in and leaves is not leaving. And that was something I believe people, it was pure conspiracy, and now it looks like the CDC's quietly uh, trying to walk that one back. Like I said, not 100% verified. But here's ones that are verified. CDC drops quarantine recommendation after COVID-19 exposure, uh, because it's the new policy of just pretend, like, what COVID? I, I never heard of COVID. Uh, you're sick, just get back out there. Go, go tell your grandma you love her, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, they're walking back everything. Or here, this was even from uh, uh, NPR. New COVID-19 guidance from CDC uh, tells, focuses on individual decisions. Can I get a fucking medal? You know what I mean? CDC, whatever, make $40 billion a year or some shit. I could have told you that two years ago and we could have been done with this whole thing. You're like, you, how the fuck?
fuck are we not? I, I mean, like, you guys took away people's jobs. You mandated that people had to get shots. You didn't take away those things until you absolutely lost legal battles. You still have Fauci on the news saying if you're living in certain areas, you should be wearing a mask. Everyone should still get boosted. And now all of a sudden they just go, here, let's read it. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Why is that? Oh, because the fucking shots don't work. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Is everyone going to lose their fucking jobs? I mean, how many people were wrong for how much time? All right. Um, I think that's uh, all right. That's it for my topics. Um, so, how, how many guys are even familiar with the smoke out plug out? Yeah, Woo! you guys. Two, two people. All right, that's okay. Uh, you guys should go down to the archives. We've done it. Uh, uh, we've been doing it a couple of years now, and the last one went uh, went really well. Um, we changed up the format. So here's the deal. Smoke out plug out is a game where I try and discover the world's greatest pot smokers. And to me, pot smokers, it's not just being able to handle your weed. That's not, that's not all it is. It's not who can smoke the most. It's not that. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you hang out with your potheads and, like, when you're high, I don't know, they can just convince you that aliens are real. Like, they can really just kind of go off on something that they literally know nothing about. And then you turn around and you leave them and you're like, oh, that was total bullshit. <laughs> So the smoke out plug out uh, in its in its true form, uh, we smoke an ounce in one hour. It's four people, and uh, we hit them with questions to see who can both best handle the marijuana. Right? That's it. That's the way we do it. Uh, so this year we're going all the way out west. Uh, basically, for those who have not followed the smoke out plug out, it's been uh, Sid and Mike Nice have been the consistent champions. These guys they smoke yeah. year round. They're committed to the cause, and they've consistently come out victorious. So we're first time we're going to be taking the tour out west. We're going to be challenging some big time pot smokers living in a state where marijuana is legal. And uh, I don't. I want these guys to come out victorious. I, I like. I, I do a podcast with them. I want to bring a, a victory back to the shed. And so while this is not officially for the title, I did want to do a practice round um, and I didn't want there to be no stakes. So originally what I was going to do for the stakes was on the ride home, I got one first class ticket and then one ticket that was the middle by the bathroom, right? <laughs> and so that was my first thought. Losers got to sit middle seat by the bathroom, winners got first class. But then someone hit me up and they actually have Flint water from 2008. They had access, and they worked in like, I always get the full story from people, but someone works in a fucking lab out here, labeled from a scientist, they have public water from Flint 2008. This is not easy to come by. This is worth it. This is, this is more expensive than wine. I want to let you guys know. This is, this is vintage Flint water. Uh, and so... Uh, sadly, the video's not working, so one round's out. So these guys only have eight questions to win over our judge to be declared victorious. Uh, so first, why don't we bring the judge out? He can uh, tell us a little bit about what he's looking for in the contestants of a contest he knows nothing about. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so let's start with, I don't even know your name. Why don't we, uh, that would be a good starting point in terms of learning, in, learning the judge. Yeah, my name is Tim. All right. Yeah. Tim, it is uh, an honor uh, to be with you. Now, usually when we have someone judge the podcast, I like an established pot smoker, 
a longtime drug dealer, uh, someone, or maybe a grower. We've had a grower. I just looked for, for someone with experience in the industry that can stand up with an expertise that can't be found somewhere else. I don't know who the fuck you are. I, um, I will tell you, like yes. I tell everybody, uh, I grow it, I smoke it, I cram it up my ass. That is what I was looking for. All right, so with the criteria uh, criteria barely laid out in front of you, the way this is going to work is we are going to do two rounds. In between the rounds, you can give a little bit of guidance of who you think is doing better. The criteria is who can smoke the most weed within the two rounds and also give the best answers to my questions. What do you think you're going to be looking for from the contestants? Um, <laughs> consistency in uh, speech pattern, uh, a lack of twitches, and... Uh, some semblance of coherence. All right, I like it. I feel like it's a fair criteria. So let's meet our contestants for the evening. Please welcome back to the stage the Shedcast Boys, Mike Nice and Sid Floyd. Yeah. All right, you guys have competed before. Uh, the last time plaques were on the line. <laughs> now someone might have to drink Flint, Michigan water. Um, I'll do it! I said 2008, man. That's a good shit. Yeah, no, that's that's the authentic Flint water. Is it just an Obama sip? No, no, no. You're gonna have to chug it down. You're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to get some real Flint in you. Uh, do either of you think you might drink this and walk away with superpowers? Yeah, I mean, we haven't actually here. Sure. I'm gonna give uh, Sid back his microphone. Sid, if you had to guess what magical powers you might get from drinking Flint water, what do you think it might be? Uh, cure my lactose intolerance. <laughs> For sure. I'm too. So, Sid, you're you're the current title holder, and uh, as I said, this will not be for a title. Uh, but do you feel like you might walk away with a dent in your record if you end up being the uh, the loser of uh, the sparring session? I know I'm never going to live it down. <laughs> but I also took a lot of that Rick Simpson oil, so... <laughs> you feel like you're good to go. What is Rick Simpson oil? Yeah. Yes? It's like, uh, you ever seen Lorenzo's oil? <laughs> it's like that, but what we... Alright, I'm not familiar. Alright, so here's the way that we're going to handle this. Uh, you might not get an equal amount of questions. We're going to go back and forth. It's two rounds until my list of questions are over on each round. And you'll give feedback in between the two rounds. And then at the end, you can pick a winner based on any criteria whatsoever. There's no judging or scoring system. All right. So here we go. First question. Hopefully. Um, yeah, you can interrupt with questions. But where's all of... Where's all of my stuff? <laughs> Up your butt. No, this, this, this isn't a. This isn't even a funny moment. This is a real moment. This is. Where's every one of these? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Reloaded. Reloaded. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. First question. We are going to start with Sid Floyd. Polio has been detected in New York City wastewater's official say. So. We're going to live a scenario where you. A scenario. That was the word I was looking for. Here's the scenario. You've been sourced with finding the origin of this outbreak. What gay person do you call? <laughs> oh, my boy, he works at the Spanish market because it's, it's polio, right? So it's chicken, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be. And if 
it's not legitimate, then they just changed it slightly because they're saying that's pollo in the water. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Turning it to Mike Nice. This is from the Wall Street Journal. The highly transmissible polio virus is typically spread when a person comes into contact with another person's infected feces and then touches their mouth. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, have you ever heard of gut biome? So, uh, really, gut biome, there's a bacteria in your gut, and this is true, I didn't make it up. And it's a gut bacteria, and if you uh, eat shit from other people who have good gut bacteria, it can uh, cure diseases. So there's lots of reason why you would uh, eat you shit. Sell your shit. <laughs> Come on, Bernstein. I don't, I don't, All right. You got to deposit it into your like, yeah, deposit. You don't have to fact check the bug out. <laughs> we put the most autistic kid right up front. <laughs> I'm kidding, right? <laughs> All right. This is back to Sid Floyd. Who warns people not to attack monkeys amid monkeypox outbreak? For those looking to prevent monkeypox, what would be a better sacrificial sacrificial ritual? Than killing monkeys? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's the only thing you could do. So you're saying that who's lying to us? It's like the corona outbreak. Yeah, patient zero. Start with the monkeys, right? So you're coming out, kill monkeys. Yeah. I mean, who's, what, what's the, who else are you going to target? Are you going to go against PETA? Or are you going to go against... You're saying the other option to get rid of monkeypox is to kill Peter? No, 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 I'm saying that's going to be the waste of your problems. You kill a bunch of monkeys, you know, it's like... Right. So I give you a theoretical of what would make for a better sacrificial ritual. Oh, right. Your answer is that Peter would be the only other option, so the monkey sounds better. I'm saying that that would be the, worst, that would be, uh, the least of our problems would be Peter. Good weed out here in Michigan. Okay. Now I hand it to uh, Mike Nice. Today we flew out from Westchester Airport. Westchester Airport is the best kept secret in the entire world. It feels like you're flying private. There's no delays. It's like living in a different era. You're on small planes. You end up with seats that are open next to you. They, they don't bust you about your bags. It it's, uh, takes 10 minutes to get through TSA. So here's my question. Am I a racist if I like black people, believe in white privilege, but also don't want black people to find the Westchester Airport because they might take it away from us? <laughs> We're gonna say no, I think, uh, because uh, I like uh, the fact how you hide being a Jewish person a lot. So, you know, I think being Jewish, you get to be racist outward, and you still do racist things, but nobody knows you're Jewish. So, no, you're not racist at heart. Okay. Uh, we turn it back to Sid Floyd for the last question of this round. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Hillary Clinton calls Bernie Sanders sexist in new book. I know the kind of things he says about women. What was Bernie Sanders saying about women? I'm going to do my best Bernstein impression. <laughs> These women... They're too frivolous with their bodies nowadays. <laughs> you go to the gym and I swear it's like I'm talking to a vagina. <laughs> You're literally just doing my act. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round number one. Michigan version of the Smoke Out Bug Out. I hand it to our judge. Where do you think we're at? Oh, yeah, I'm going to give it to the, uh, the federal agent. With the post office hat on. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> yes. It's recorded. I, I, I was joking. Yeah. He wins. Okay.
Or he just does straight gummies, you know? Because, <laughs> you know, he, he had a powdered wig at an early age, too. He probably has syphilis as well, <laughs> if, if we're going to be realistic. Who do you think's uglier, George without his hair and teeth or Ben Franklin? <laughs> well, I, does he count in the fact that he's the first president? Because, I mean, that kind of just like... Oh, like yo, but like, the other guy invented so electricity. Like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't fucking really invent it. He stole electricity. Stole it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's still pretty good. And then you're like, oh, well, I fucked that like, fat dude well, with the glasses. That the correct answer the is he would take them out because they would otherwise hum slave tunes. <laughs> 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 and now I turn it to the judge. Uh, judge, we've done two rounds. The guy smoked an unimpressive amount of weed, but it's it's practice. It's practice. I know. It's because it's because the whole round with the fucking things didn't work. But it's okay. So I hand it back to the judge. Let's take this mic. You get to make a decision based off of any criteria whatsoever. Who will have to drink the Flint, Michigan water? You redeemed yourself. That's right. But by the way, it doesn't matter how you score it. One winner. Oh, one winner? One winner. That's all you want me to do is... One winner, someone's drinking Flint water. Who's drinking the Flint water? If you want to ask them a question that was like a last, like, if you got your own question to determine a winner, I'll allow it. Or if you've seen enough that you can make a clear determination. If you could give the Flint water to anyone in this room, who would you give it to? Hmm. That's an awesome question. <laughs> no, I remember which one of you guys walked outside while we were running. <laughs> no, you know what? I take one for the team. I wouldn't give it to anyone. That's right. I take it for the team. I wouldn't give it to anyone. I jump on the grenade. I'm sorry, so you have to drink some water. So you're picking a Mike Nice as a winner. Mike Nice as a winner. You want to take a whiff of this? No, winner has can I take a chug? Wait, the no. winner has think he loses or yeah, like what? No. what do you mean? Who won? No, he has to drink the. Oh, wow! That was unclear. I thought I made it pretty clear when I said, "I'm sorry, sir. You have to drink the water." That was unclear. All right, Mike. Don't drink Shut it. Up. Don't drink it. Shut up. You know, you just a couple, a couple nice, a couple nice sips. So I'm, I'm gonna put the cat back in. Just a couple nice sips, and and you did it. Can we end? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>